you need to be an athlete if you want to be the healthiest version of yourself. Yep. Uh, welcome to the CrossFit by Design podcast. This is episode number four. Good to see you, Brennan. How's things? You too. Yeah, good, man. That's Cruising. good. That's good. Chilling. Nice day. Yeah. We are outside here, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice that I am on the left this time. So we get my my good side. I know yeah. this is this is really <laughs> mind blowing stuff. So yeah, we really uh, we really know how to mix things up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So today want to talk about something a little bit more specific to the gym and that is Olympic lifting. Yep. Um, now this could go down a whole uh, lot of rabbit holes but just to start off with, do you want to explain like, what the Olympic lifts are just in, in general for people? Yep. Clean and jerk, snatch. Alright, there we go. Next yeah, question. Bang. That's it. <laughs> Rapid fire. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, the Olympic lifts are the clean and jerk and the snatch mm-hmm. uh, and then within that, um, there's obviously, there's, there's a lot more to that. So. Yep. Basically, it's the most effective and efficient way to pick up weight or mm-hmm. to pick up weight and put it above your head. Yep. Um, yeah, but it, it includes a lot of things. So like squatting, pressing, deadlifting, yep. that kind of thing. So what would be some of the main principles sort of? Well, I, I would say if, if you're looking to start Olympic lifting yep. after, after you listen to this boss podcast and you're like, man, those guys are like, that is, sounds like something worth pursuing. Indeed. Which I highly recommend. Um, <laughs> I would say go in with your principles should be start with the basics. Mm. So start with, you know, how's your squat? How's your press? How's your deadlift? Because mm. if you can't master those, you have really no business moving into Olympic mm. lifting. Yeah. So master those being the basics and then that'll be a foundation. Mm. And then when you move into Olympic lifting, be, be a coachable athlete. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to get a coach. Listen okay. to them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a great thing olympic lifting but you definitely need an element of feedback i think okay um yep. and a coach is great for that so um f- for people listening why and you know some people may not even have done the olympic lifts before why yep. should we care about olympic lifting so why you know, why should we even you know consider doing them yeah well i mean they're going to produce an extremely like powerful adaptation as far as your body goes yeah so you know, there's a reason any strength and conditioning coach at a higher level employs Olympic lifting within the program to yep. some degree. Yeah. Um, because of, you know, if we take the 10 general physical skills, yep. so understanding that there's 10 general physical skills that I want to be good at in order to be fit, yep. and the more balanced I am in breadth and depth of these skills, yep. the fitter I am. Yep. So those being um, strength, flexibility, speed, power, coordination, agility, balance, accuracy, cardiovascular and respiratory endurance and stamina. Yeah, people, right. listen, people listening to the podcast wouldn't even know that you've read that. Uh, no, I was like, I'm going to say that I wrote it down though. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to stumble it and I was like, oh, should I just not say anything? So let, let's say that you accept that, that that's true, which mm-hmm. whether you accept it or not, it's, it's true. So. Yeah, <laughs> tough luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Within those 10... Eight of those can de- can be developed with Olympic lifting. Maybe even nine if you go a little further down the um, down the development side of things. Yeah. So cardiovascular and respiratory endurance, depending on what load and kind of repetitions and mm. how you're building into the workout. Yeah. So potentially nine of the ten can be developed yeah. using a barbell or doing Olympic lifting. So. Yeah. Um, so you should absolutely care. Like as 
that's the development of an athlete. Mm. If, if me as an athlete in pursuit of health, man, that's, that's a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. 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 Mm. So on that point that you just mentioned then, so about being an athlete, some people may not have heard that concept before about, okay, well, I'm just your average Joe. I'm not really looking to be an athlete. I'm just looking to get fit, which I'm pretty sure everyone would agree that to some aspect they want to get fitter. Yeah. Um, but why, why do we need to be an athlete in general? You need to be an athlete if you want to be the healthiest version of yourself. Yeah. So if your health is on a continuum and on the continuum you've got um, sickness, wellness, fitness, mm-hmm. and Greg Glassman talks about this because it's another model that they use. Yeah. Like the 10 general physical skills is a model and then this is another model mm-hmm. um, sort of within the, uh, what would you call it, methodology. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you want to be an athlete because if you want to be the healthiest version of yourself, you need to be, there's an element of fitness to that. Mm. So in order for, for you to move along the um, continuum, yeah, yeah, the pers- you have to pursue being an athlete. Yeah. Because everything that moves the needle in the right direction is gonna come from you being an athlete. Like I eat yeah. cleaner, I move well, I work on my sleep, my mobility, my recovery. And you develop each of the 10 physical And skills. obviously, yeah. yeah, the development of the yeah. 10 general physical yeah. skills. So it's, we, I'm yeah. not talking like you need to quit your job and become a professional gym goer. It's yeah. just like, no, there needs to be an, an element of your life that is dedicated to you being, mm. you developing as an athlete. And I've heard, um, you know, lots of people mention uh, that fitness, developing fitness, as you said, that continuum where you're moving away from sickness to wellness and then you're moving away from wellness to, sick, uh, to fitness and that's all in the same stream, yeah. that being fit creates a hedge against being sick. Because if you're someone who is fit and you, know, you break your leg and you can't, you know, eat well or train for two months, rather than going from well back to now sick, you're going from fit to well, you're still, you're still well. So it creates like a bit of a hedge and barrier against that, which you're yeah. not gonna have if you're just kind of, oh well, I don't really care about, you know, training like an athlete. Yeah. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And mm. we've had, you know, we've had one athlete here who's gone through some pretty horrific stuff and I won't mention his name because I don't know if he'd want me to mm. like do that. Mm. But he went through some crazy stuff. Um, wound up in hospital, like barely escaped with his life. Mm. And he was, you know, he was grateful to his 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 pursuit of fitness, his mm. development as an athlete. He said mm. that's like that saved him, mm. saved his life. And like, if you got time and you are on YouTube at the moment, um, Miranda Oldroyd, mm. uh, she was in a car accident and basically broke her neck. Mm. Uh, and was walking around for ages with a broken neck, but because she was so strong um, through her development of, as an athlete, mm. that's that saved her. Like yeah. CrossFit saved her life. Yeah. Um, and they they did a really cool video on it and talk about exactly that. Like it's a hedge against sickness. Like the close, if it's on the continuum, like this isn't helping people much for if they're just listening, <laughs> but just picture a semicircle and you've got um, sickness on one end and then as you go up the sort of semicircle, you've got wellness and then fitness, you want to be as far away from that sickness point as you possibly can. Yeah. Because if you get, like if you're nice and fit and then sickness comes along, it's not going to knock you for six that much. Mm. You know, you'll be back to normal before you know it. Yeah. Um, and that's why, and you know, you warned people we'd kind of go down the rabbit hole. That's why it's worth pursuing the Olympic list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on that point, yeah. so if we kind of establish, 
yeah, okay, we know that training as an athlete, not necessarily for the purpose of being an athlete, but having that mindset helps develop fitness in general, which is being the healthiest version of yourself, and Olympic lifts developing that almost better than anything else. How would then a person go about actually developing that? Get a coach, man. Yeah, like get a coach, honestly. Because the Olympic lifts, they're kind of, they're cool. Like they look really cool. Mm. Like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. And everybody wants to do the cool shit straight away. Of course. Nobody wants to do the basics. Like, I th- and that's where I think CrossFit's great. It's like you want to be, pursue virtuosity. Mm. Like virtuosity in gymnastics and in CrossFit is doing the common uncommonly well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't try and go do all this sexy stuff on the end here. Come back, like we talked about at the start. Hey, can you even do an air squat? Like, let's not worry about controlling a, a barbell. Mm. See if you can control yourself through space first. Yep. And then worry about the barbell. And a coach will help you. Like, any good coach will help you out with that. Yep. They will bring you in. The, the last thing they're going to do is put a barbell yep. in your hand. And I think any good yeah. coach, not any coach. Any good coach, correct. <laughs> the, the first thing, if you are good enough at moving yourself through space, the first thing they'll put in your hand is a stick or a PVC pipe. Mm. And then you'll kind of build up from there. Yep. But it's a long road. But it's, it's well worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. So starting at the basics is the f- getting a coach yep. and starting at the basics is the first point. Correct. So why? Yep. So why can't I just go grab a barbell, chuck some weights on, and take it for a spin? Well, there, so much comes to mind when you say that. <laughs> Please don't do that. Um, I would, safety is the biggest thing. So that's where Olympic lifting can get a bad name. Oh, I hurt myself Olympic lifting. Well, you weren't Olympic lifting. You were doing some crazy thing that you invented, mm. swinging the barbell out, lifting with your back with all you could. Like a, a coach will teach you how to, you know, how to lift correctly, how to recruit mm. the right muscles at the right time in the right yeah. sequence yeah. safely. Like you want to learn how to do these lifts safely. Mm. I want to Olympic lift now so I can Olympic lift when I'm 90 years old. Mm. I don't want to try and give it everything I can, put my back into it so I can try and get a 100 kilo snatch and then my Olympic lifting career is over. Mm. It's like, no, I want, to be, I want to develop for a long time. Yeah. So it seems like there's a fair amount of work involved in developing through the basics to achieve, I guess, the kind of desired results. Like I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's benefit in you know, doing snatches with a stick Yep. But, um, you know, that's probably not going to uh, elicit the same kind of stimulus as doing it with 100 kilos. So what if someone's of the mindset, look, I haven't got that much time and I don't want to, you know, maybe they're not willing to put in the time and effort to get past that technique or they don't have the time to just work on the technique. Um, and they just want to, you know, I just want to get there quickly and get the results. And they don't want to spend the time to go through the technique and the basics to get there. Or just say to someone like that. That's the wrong sport for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, not to... Yeah, if you don't have the patience, then I would say maybe don't. If you're happy not being, not reaching your athletic potential, mm. then okay, power to you. But maybe you just don't make it the entirety of your program. So if you accept that, I want to get better at the Olympic lifts, okay, well, that's where, you know, shameless plug here, that's where CrossFit is great mm. because you're not always doing Olympic lifts. Like we're in pursuit of like, the 10 general physical skills and along the way we try and pick up Olympic lifts mm. but we're not we're not just drilling them all the time and you're getting frustrated with you know I can't do this so what's the point it's like there's always something else to do but as a whole 
if you don't want to bar of them because you can't throw, you know, 70, 100 kilos straight away, then, you know, the safest thing you can do is stay away from them. Okay, so on, on that point then, sort of playing devil's advocate a little bit here, okay. if, um, if let's say I'm not interested, as I said, in becoming an athlete, but I do accept that I want to train in a sense like an athlete to uh, obtain a greater level of fitness, so I'm not interested in snatching 100 kilos, but I still want to get the benefits of, you know, you know, still getting some weight lifted with the Olympic lifts. But, you know, I'm not coming in with extra class. I'm not coming in and doing the one hour extra technique drills to get better at the Olympic lifting. I just want to look, I just want to come in, get the, the results from Olympic lifting just so that I can better my fitness. Would, that, would, the, would your answer be any different to that person? Because, and the reason I say that is, you know, let's say, you know, someone has uh, an argument where they'll say, look, you know, I, I want to kind of, you know, get 40, 50 kilos on my cleaner jerk and then just kind of throw it around. My technique's not the best, but I'm still able to, you know, get a good workout in and do that. And it's, I'm not really killing myself doing it. Um, would there be a, a trade-off or a compromise where, look, we're not going to worry about the technique so much. We're just going to kind of get you through so we can get you lifting some decent weight and then have the results from that. No, I don't think so. Okay. No, not in my opinion. No. Okay. I mean, it's not worth it, is it? Okay. In, like, what, in what ways wouldn't it be worth it? Well, because it's like, okay, within that day, you, you got a good workout in, but the potential for injury and like long-term problems, is, it's so great. Like, why, mm. would you, why risk that? Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things, like, you just have to be patient. Yeah. And, and not everybody wants to do it. Like, yeah. we have people come in here and they're like, oh, it's just too much. Like, I don't want to learn it. It's, yeah. it's like, all right, man, well, maybe it's not for yeah. you. Because there's plenty of other things we can do. Like, let's... You come in, you want to snatch... I, as your coach, know that like, okay, maybe it needs a little bit of work. Okay, Tom, how about today we just practice the overhead squat? Mm. I like where your overhead squat's at. That'll allow you to shift a little bit of weight mm. um, and you can walk away feeling like you got a good workout in yep. and I know that you've moved safely the whole time. Yeah. So, you know, the, the answer is it depends. <laughs> like the direct answer to your question is, is it worth like compromising to get a good workout in? Absolutely not. But it's, if you're working with a coach, then they can sort of help you along your way. Like, yeah. well, I know Tom needs to develop this position and he's reasonably safe in it, so I like that for him. Mm. And then you can still get an element of the Olympic lifting training in yep. while yep. sort of, you know, um, fulfilling mm. uh, your ego, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think another thing that I know, I've heard you say a lot of times is, um, even if you were working on a position or a movement that is relatively okay, unless you develop the foundations and the basics of that movement or that principle um, itself, then you're never going to get a greater result. So if I'm doing the Olympic lifts and I'm at a certain level where my technique's not the best, but I can still kind of throw some weight around, you're never going to get better unless you focus more on developing the basics. So I guess in the long game, if you want to get fitter, then you would need to get more uh, weight or stimulus from the Olympic lift and that is achieved by actually developing the basics in the first place yeah so I mean it all takes time like Louis Simmons somebody asked him one day like how do you get strong and his answer was time you get it takes time mm. it takes a lot of time yeah and then how how big is a pyramid mm. right how tall is a pyramid it's as tall as its base yeah so you've got to spend the time and build your base like you were just talking about then mm. Like build the base, build your foundations, start to move well, and then your pyramid will be extremely tall. But mm. if you don't, t if you try and rush the beginning, like we we're talking about earlier, and you just want to, I just want to lift 50 kilos now. It's mm. like, well, your base is only this big. 
So your, your max is only ever going to be 50 kilos because mm. you never took the time to develop when you were like newer to the game. Mm. And it's never too late to sort of take yeah. a step back and rebuild. But yeah, it, t- it takes time mm. and you just got to build that base, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I reckon that's about it. Thank you. Sweet dog. No worries. See you later. See ya.